Hello, hello. This is La Chicana Cristiana. And um, I want to thank you for being here. And let's pray. So, dear God, Lord Jesus, um, thank you for bringing us all here together today. And um, thank you for allowing us to be here and wake up and praise you. And um, I hope that we can all see that you are the most important thing in our lives. And um, we should make a priority of honoring you and, you know, um, honoring you and praising you in all the little things that we do and hoping that um, everything we do is is for your will and um, that we can continue to help people and to um be a positive influence in people's lives amen so as you guys know um i don't necessarily plan these out (laughs) i just um you know start talking about my life or things i've been thinking about this week about god or the bible um So I want to talk about one story in the Bible and it's, um, about, it's about Rahab and the walls of Jericho. And pretty much Rahab was, um, this woman who was a prostitute and, uh, pretty much when God had promised, um, the Israelites, the promised land, he told them that they were going to go take the land. I mean, the, the city of Jericho, um, who had these great walls these um great powerful walls that no one had been able to cross before so what happened is the israelites um they sent in a couple spies into the city to gain some information and this woman rahab who was a prostitute she had heard about um their god she had heard about what had happened in egypt and um she knew that that this must be the real god despite you know her being a um you know a foreigner um relative to the israelites and not being um you know ever even meeting these people so so anyway when when the israelite spies spies went to the city of jericho uh, she took them in and she knew they were spies um and then when the guards came to find them at her house she hid them and she lied to the guards saying that um i don't know like they weren't here or they'd left or something like that so anyway um so she hid the she hid the spies and um she asked them once the guards left she um pretty much asked them to make a deal with her that for her to keep keep quiet about them that um they would spare her and her entire family. And so they agreed, you know, they agreed to uh, the deal and they told her to have all of her family in her house uh, when they take the city. And um, to leave a, a scarlet rope down her window so that they know where she is. And, um, And so she did. 
and they, you know, they saved her family. Um, they killed everything. <laughs> I guess they killed everyone or, or, you know, exiled everyone in the entire city. And, um, they spared her family cause she, she helped them because she feared God because she knew what had happened, um, with the plagues in Egypt. And this woman, Rahab, ended up being, um, she's a, well, Jesus is descended from her line. Um, Rahab, as well as Ruth, are both, um, well, Jesus is is descended from both of them. And so when you think about Rahab, um, she wasn't the perfect woman, right? She was a prostitute. She was probably looked at as, um, yeah, one, one of the lowest of the, of the earth. And despite that, you know, she's considered a, um, a hero and a leader and in the Bible. And she's, um, You know, she she's praised for her bravery and her leadership skills because um, by by making them make the deal with her instead of you know either just begging them or you know she she understood the the laws of reciprocity and um, and she was able and she was a risk taker taker so um. And th- those are qualities of a good leader. You're a risk taker. You um you know how to take action when needed, and you don't necessarily um. It's it's like sometimes you have to make decisions on your own, right? Sometimes the circumstances require that you make this this decision fast. Um, so instead of speaking with other people, you just do what you think you need to do. And, um, and this is what she did as well. You know, she didn't consult anyone. She didn't talk to her friend and, you know, this is all her and her thinking and, um, you know, using, using her brain. So that was a really interesting story to me. Um, Because when you think about who Jesus um, spent time with, you know, he spent time with prostitutes and tax collectors. Um, and why, why does that matter? And it matters because sometimes the people who, the heroes aren't always the people that we expect them to be. Um the heroes aren't always the perfect person, right? They're flawed. They have, they might have a past. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, um, so when, you know, if you're, if you're thinking about your life and maybe you don't have the cleanest, um, past or background, that doesn't mean that God doesn't have big plans for you. In fact, if you turn your life around, or if you have turned your life around already, um, with having a past like that, 
you're already you've already done something incredible in god's eyes and so i want another i want to talk about another um something else from the bible so jesus gives a parable about the lost sheep where um you know if you lose if you have a flock of 100 sheep and you lose one you're gonna leave those 99 sheep and go look for the lost one And when you found that lost one, you're going to celebrate. Um, you know, you're going to be happier than if you never lost them at all. Mm, I have to, I have to pause. I'll be back. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so I'm back. I had a, had a pause and go feed a baby. But anyway, um, yeah, so I was talking about the the parable of um, you know, the lost sheep and how it's trying to explain how God God is more happy about finding the lost ones than um than in the ninety nine he's always had. So yeah, don't don't underestimate your the potential for um you know, your relationship with God. And um, you know, don't think that you can't be close to God or God can accept you because of this or that or you're not that type of person or um you know, it's all you're, you can't put down your pride a little bit to say that, um, or it's not even pride. It's, you know, you have to feel like you're worthy. You deserve, you do, you do deserve God's love. And, um, it's not dependent on your past. It's dependent on your, your present and your future, you know? Like, how do you, how are you now and how will you be for in the future? Because, um, we can't say that we want to change and then never do. So, um, another thing about, about another woman in the Bible, um, so I, I was saying how both Ruth and both Rahab our um, ancestors of Jesus and um, I'm just seeing I'm seeing a pattern in um, in Jesus's life and in his um, you know in his ancestors lives and um, he comes and he is in he comes into contact with them well, well, yeah, but yeah, a lot of the women that I found out that he's descended from, um, in the Bible, they have like amazing stories and, um, it really touches me because a lot of the things about, you know, how some Christians say, um, you know, women can't lead or women can't lead men, um, 
or women can't be pastors or just stupid stuff like that like women can't women can't um anyway so i'm just seeing that in in it seems like jesus comes from a, a line of very strong and oftentimes um independent and not perfect you know not perfect but you know (sighs) women who are always trying to do right who or at the moment when needed they they did the right thing um Also, also, um, hardworking women. Because, um, look at Ruth. Ruth, um, you know, also very loyal. But she, she stayed with her mother-in-law, even though her husband died and they had no children. Her mother-in-law told her to go back with her own family and um, in her own land because they weren't even the same race or, you know, ethnicity. Um, um, Ruth was a Moabite, not an Israelite. And um, yeah, she's she instead of going with her family, she stayed with her mother-in-law, even though her mother-in-law had no more children, no more sons, you know, would never have any more sons. And, um, you know, she told her, I can't give you a husband. You, you know, go home and with your family so you can find, you know, your, your own husband there. And she said, no, I'm going to stay with you. So she stayed with her mother-in-law. She went back to Israel with her and, um, she worked in the, in the fields. And and the thing was back in the day was, um, after the, the land, after the people who worked on the on the land, you know, who were paid to to work there, whatever, after they came and um, took the grains or cut off the the wheat, people poor people would come behind them and pick up the pieces, the little pieces that they missed, and you know, no one said anything about it just because they're not gonna pick it up anyway. So, you know, the workers aren't getting that those pieces anyway, so they let them have it. So, um, so that's what, what Ruth was doing was she was picking up the, the extras, um, and then bringing them home to, uh, feed her and her mother-in-law, her and her mother-in-law. So the landowner, Boaz, who was a relative, um, extended relative of her mother-in-law and her late husband, he saw her working and he asked who she was and um you know someone had told her that told him that you know she came with uh, I forgot what her mother's name is but um she came with the with the mother-in-law and um yeah you know her her late husband her husband had uh, passed away so so Boaz saw um the character of her he saw um what she had sacrificed and what um how she was trying to do the right thing 
so he he told um so he told the workers or he told one of the workers to pretty much let the person know who was walking okay so he told the workers to tell her to walk behind um or okay i'm sorry i'm sorry so i'm pretty sure he he told her to just follow someone okay that's right so he talked to her directly and he told her to um follow this so-and-so one of his workers okay one specific woman and um I'm sorry, I have to breathe. <laughs> so to to follow this one and that um to pick up all the stuff that she drops and that he, and that he instructed her to drop more for 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 Ruth to pick up. And um and so she did. And so, you know, she had found he, favor with the landowner because of her character and her hard work. And, um, I'm sorry, I have to pause one second. Okay, so, um, I'm back again. The life of a mom. No. <laughs> um, I had, I had to explain the pause. If I just came back, my voice sounded totally different. Um, that'd be kind of weird, right? <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> This is like one of my favorite podcasts already. This is one of my favorite like episodes. <sighs> Cause this really hit me this week. This this um just like this thought that Jesus descended from very strong and independent and hardworking and you know um uh, leaders when you know they're women <sighs> that's just like <sighs> I can't tell you how um I don't know like affirming that is to me because I've had a really, I've had a lot of struggle with, um, people close to me who are Christian and, um, you know, they they have this idea that women can't be leaders. Women, um, should be the housewife, right? Women should be home with the kids and be like the perfect mom and all that stuff. And, um, I mean, I work from home, so yeah, I'm home with the kids, but I'm working too. Um, and even if I didn't work from home, I'd still have to be working. I don't really have a choice, first of all. And, um, you know, second of all, it's in my, it's just in me that I need to, um, I need to impact the world in a big way. And I know that it's going to take me being a leader. Right. And so just that on its own, it's, it's, um, it's contradictory. And a lot of people take like certain things in the Bible, um, 
really, really seriously. And I think they're focusing on the wrong things. And one of those things is, um, yeah, how what women are supposed to do and be and what they can and can't do. And I think people forget what is, you know, people forget that it's a, it was a completely different time period. And it was also, I don't know, it looked neat, look, I have a lot of skepticism surrounding the books written by Paul. And I know it's a lot of the New Testament, um, but here's the thing. Jesus Christ actually told us, beware of the Pharisees that come after me. Let me show you the verse. Take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So, um, So anyway, I'm going to actually look that up because I did read that specifically. Now it's weird because I can't find it. But, um, I'm not going to talk about that right now. So it's just, it's just an idea about, you know, the reason why there's so much, there's a lot of things that like contradict in um the books that Paul wrote and me having some skepticism around whether he really was um visited by God you know but anyway so um thank you God thank you for everything in our lives I want to um pray to you right now because sometimes again it's anxiety <laughs> and um I'm really I'm really 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 grateful that I'm able to be here speaking to people and sharing your word and your wisdom and um the revelations that I've been having about my life and the connections I see with um with things I've I've I read in the Bible and um it's really amazing God that you've planned my life so perfectly that I'm even reading and coming across these stories at the very right time in my life and um I think that's amazing God and I want to praise you for everything that you do in our lives um the fact that we're waking up every day that we're eating that um you know we can see we can walk and we can hopefully run (laughs) 
And um, it's just amazing the world that you made for us, God. And uh, I hope that we can always be able to sit back and appreciate those little things. And, um, you know, maybe just the sunset or the sound of the birds or the feel of the wind and you know the way the sun shines through the trees and um, just seeing your beauty and like all those all those things and um I hope we can continue to be able to see our lives like through through your eyes and through what you want for us and that we can see what your big plan is and um that we don't get distracted by the little things in life and the mundane day-to-day things and that we can see past um the obstacles that we're going through currently because we know they're temporary there's always a season for everything and um we may have been going through a season of you know um learning lessons and understanding our priorities and I hope that um, well I know God that we're moving into a season where we're going to be rewarded for um, being faithful to you and staying strong through the trials and not losing not losing sight of your plan and um so god thank you for allowing me to be here speaking and um spreading your message god and i hope that i can always do that accurately and um help bring people to you and help open and soften their hearts to you and that yeah and that we can um in turn change as many lives as possible and bring more and more people to you so god i don't pray for a lot of um i don't ever pray for success in my life because sometimes i don't think i deserve it but god um i think that it's time for all of us to change our mindset about you and what you want for us and i think it's time for us to start understanding and learning that you do want us to be successful and comfortable and um you know well established and uh, be able to give things to our children and be able to have a future and you know be able to break the curse of maybe uh, generational poverty of generational mental illness um generational trauma and um i hope that we can be the generation 
and um yeah the generation that breaks these curses for for our bloodlines and i pray for all of our bloodlines everyone who's listening right now that god cuts the chains of these curses from your bloodline in the name of jesus amen Jesus did die for our sins and um, we have to believe that all things are possible through him. He is powerful and he saved us and we just have to believe. We have to believe in that and we have to believe in him, that he's the son of God. And we have to do right by others. We have to love our our neighbor. So that's why I don't, I don't. I hope we don't get too lost in the mundane and in the things that don't matter, the debates that don't matter, and we start focusing on loving each other. And that's it. I'm not supposed to judge. We're not supposed to hate. We're not supposed to exclude. Right? Right? Some things I understand when we get to the technicalities. Um, just the bare logistics of things. I understand that. Um, but. Yeah, so God, thank you. Um. Thank you for helping me communicate these ideas that have been going through my mind. And uh, thank you for giving me this audience that I um, appreciate with all my heart. And thank you, God, for everything in our lives. Thank you. Again, God, thank you for, you know, the food we have and the house apartment, home, anything um, that we have to live in because a lot of people have a lot less. A lot of people have much less. And so we have to be grateful for the little things. So thank you, God. Um, I've seen the miracles you've done in my life. And God, you are truly great. And I hope that you can create miracles in everyone's lives who's listening. And that you save them, you rescue them from the hardships they're experiencing. And that. And that you use your mighty hand, God, to move their lives in the direction that you that you wish them to go. And what's for for what's best for them. Lord God, you are good, you are good, you are good, you are good, you are good. 
the miracles that you've put in my life recently. I can't even explain. <laughs> when things I like, you know, things are down to the last, the last, the last. And you come in and you just save the day. <laughs> That's real. And I see it, God. I see it, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. It's amazing the way that you um, have things perfect, perfectly planned. Even when I make a mistake, somehow the mistake was part of the plan. <laughs> it's crazy. So if you're a woman or if you're a man, but this, you know, if you're a woman and uh, you feel like you feel the challenges, you know, the, the additional obstacles in life, um, maybe in the workplace, maybe within your friend groups, um, at home with your family, especially. I hope you know that you are not limited by what anyone tries to tell you. You're not limited by what anyone wants you to be. You're not limited by what, what anyone says or think you should be. God has that right. God can tell you what your limit is. And there is no limit. God didn't make women to be inferior. Um, it was a curse that women were to be ruled by men um, because of women, you know, eating the Eve eating the apple in the Garden of Eden. Of Eden. Um, there's a few curses on us because of that us giving, you know, birth and giving, excuse me, giving birth and pain, us having periods, um, the fact that the world is ruled by men <laughs> and that women's rights are limited, um, historically, those are all curses from the Garden of Eden. And, um, Jesus came and he saved us from our sins. And so we don't have to be limited by those, by those things. Um, and you can see it's, it's, you know, for our periods, we have tampons now and, and good products. Um, a lot of people in the world, not everyone, of course, um, you know, childbirth, we have epidurals. I've had one twice and it was heaven. <laughs> I will always opt for epidural. Um, so yeah, there's, a, and yeah, and we don't need men to own property or have a bank account or, 
um, have a business or anything like that, or, you know, buy a, buy land. So you can see that our, the curses, these types of curses are being lifted from us. So we can be leaders. We can be whatever we want. And, uh, as long as we're doing God's work and doing it in, you know, respect and honoring God. Um, so yeah. <sighs> mm. And and in in the Bible it says that um I think it's Acts two seventeen. Let me see. Uh, yeah, Acts two seventeen. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. So men sons and daughters prophecy dream dreams see visions and so this is why I'm I, I'm gonna repeat this over and over and over it doesn't matter who you are or what your past is. God will use you for a reason, for a purpose. If you allow him to and if you believe in him. And if you believe anything is possible through him. You know, that business that you just can't get going. Um, you know, that degree that you just feels like it's never, you can never you're never going to get it. Um, that job that, you know... You can't understand why you're never getting the promotion. All these things can be fixed through God. If you believe in him. If you pray to him. It may not be the way that you want it to. It may not be the way that you expect it to. You know, he may have a bigger plan. So... <clears throat> Dear God, Lord Jesus, thank you for bringing us together today. I hope that you can work in our lives this week um, and open our hearts to you and bring you close, bring us closer to you, so that we can live with you as close as possible. And. Uh, I hope that you can all see your goodness in our lives every day, every day. And um, we can appreciate the small things and then we can see your beauty in everything. And then we can ignore those feelings of emptiness or depression because we know that you fill, uh, you fill us with your, with you, God, that you are our food. You are our bread. 
and that we don't need anything else. <clears throat> Dear God, please help us um, spread your message and please help us believe in you and please help us live the way that you want us to live. Amen. So, um, if you want to message me anything or say anything, comment, question, request, um, my email is Chicana Christianity, Chicana Christianity at gmail.com. Okay. All right. Bye, guys.